0: hey okay so today I honestly don't know what I want to talk about <laughs> I have a list of options some people have messaged in some specific questions which I want you guys to keep doing that and I can't decide between the two big ones that I want to talk about um, okay let's go with this one so a mom reached out to me asking about her son. He is in second grade. She also has an older son who is in seventh, I believe. So two kids in the family. And, I mean, the only reason I share the dynamic of the family is that that has a lot to do with it, right? Like, we are different moms with our first kid than we are with our second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth kid, right? And so if there is a family that has – or this is just – how i operate right i want to know the whole surrounding i want to know the family dynamic when i work with families so maybe that's just kind of where i'm coming from but um this family has a seventh grader i believe and two boys and um mom is concerned about anger issues and um lack of interest in school and how to motivate her second grader a little bit more. Um, this I think it sounds like the seventh grader is a pretty good student. Like he, she never had to worry about him with that sort of thing, and so she's thrown off with the second grader. Which doesn't that happen a lot <laughs> when at, one of our kids is one way, and we finally get used to it, and then another kid is a completely different way. We have no idea how to parent that. Um, so, so let's talk about this. How do we motivate our kids when they don't like school? I will be the first to admit that I was that kid. I never liked school. Um, I, I would, you know, I don't know how much I was aware of this, but I, well, I probably, I don't know, but I would like make myself feel sick a lot. Like I remember in the first grade like in PE almost every single day being like I need to go to the nurse I have a stomach ache so like whether that was anxiety or just me not wanting to be there or me being tired I don't know because I was only six so it's interesting though as kids like what we do um but the, at the end of the day I just didn't want to be there right? I really, I've never been a good student. Um, the first time I was truly a good student was in grad school. I mean, obviously I was good enough to get into college and then get into grad school. So I was decent. I would say I was like a straight B, occasional C, occasional A kind of student. Um, But I never liked it. I never was excited to go to school for school reasons. I was excited to go to school to gossip and hang out with friends and flirt with boys. But I was never like, oh, I can't wait to get to history class. Like, ugh, that sounds so boring to me. Still to this day, that sounds boring. Um, Even though now I would love the opportunity to learn things that I didn't pay attention to in high school like that part really does suck like it was free school <laughs> like I do wish that I could go back and actually absorb the information that was presented to me um, but I had a teenage brain you know anyway so what do we do What what is a kid who is not interested in t- in school Um, need in order to be motivated and i have one of my one of my kids is not interested he's good enough he gets decent grades um actually i should say i have two like this um which is interesting because the two of mine that really do not like school are not interested in school are also my rule followers the two that are like excited to go to school are my like little crazy ones so maybe they're enjoying school because of social reasons too. anyway enough about me and my life um back to this mom so she is a seventh grader and a second grader second grader it, it's hard to get him up in the morning she said that it's a battle every single day when he gets home he's just in a bad mood so there's some behavior problems some anger tantrums um Okay, so this is where I start. One is, is he getting enough sleep? I'm really big on the basics, right? So sleep and food. Is he getting enough sleep? Kids technically are supposed to get 10 to 12 hours of sleep within a 24-hour period, which is not always realistic, especially if you have other kids who are into um, activities and stuff like that. So that's not always realistic, um, but you can get as close to 10 as possible. I will say my, my boys get about... 11 hours a night, or I try for that. They go to bed around 7.30 and they wake up at 6.15. Um, and so it's sleep is really important. So that would be my first question for you, is how much sleep is he getting and how can we prioritize it? A little bit more because he sounds exhausted and school is exhausting I mean as adults it's hard to remember that second grade I mean to us it's just second grade but to him it is second grade I mean he's never done this before that's a lot so he's exhausted and they have to absorb information and work hard from eight in the morning until three in the afternoon or at least that's the schedule my kids have um so it's exhausting just that in itself so sleep is the first one food what kind of food is he eating i'm not like this big um nutrition person by any means but i am really big on okay like how is he eating how is his appetite i mean is he pooping you know like because like all of that can build up literally and create stress and and exhaustion and behavior issues right Um, so that would be my second question is to focus on, um, sleep and food. Then my next thing is, okay, how do we motivate them? One thing that needs to be done is you need to have conversations letting him know, like, this is not going to change. So there needs to be some acceptance on his end. I remember when my oldest in kindergarten, after the first few days said, oh, mom, how many times do I have to go to school? And I'm just like, oh, buddy. Like you're in kindergarten, <laughs> like you're gonna have to start finding some acceptance with this. There's nothing we can do about it, you know. And so I say that, um, and we and we have to tell our kids that, right? So there's not another option. And he may be a little bit confused. Let's talk about that. The pandemic threw things off, guys. There were kids staying home, there were kids going in, there were kids that if they didn't feel like going in, could stay home and do virtual learning, but that's not the case this year. So um, whether it's pandemic related or not, it's important to really start letting him know like, hey, there's no other option. You have to go to school. It's a a five-day-a-week thing. I know you don't like it. So take the shame out of it. Instead of being like, ugh, I can't believe you don't like school. Like, what's wrong with you? Um, Like, what? Why don't you love school the way your brother did? Or anything like that. Like, you need to make sure you keep the shame away. Mom and dad have to accept the fact that you don't have this, like, academically-driven kid at this age, he may grow into loving school or liking school or liking reading or whatever certain subjects. But right now, he's not academically driven. And that could be that could be for so many reasons. Like I said, he could be tired. He could not like his teacher. There could be kids in his class that are not nice to him, or he is not being um, recognized in certain ways at school that he wishes he was. So there's all sorts of things that could be going on at school that could be you know, maybe he's not making friends like he thought he would. Or maybe his he doesn't know anyone in his class this year and it's thrown him off a little bit. You know, we don't know. And so that's why you have to have really important conversations one to work on acceptance that we have to go to school every day but two what's going on what's going on with you buddy that that you really hate school that much and what can i do to help you because you have to go so what can we do to make it a little bit easier one thing that my kids do i i think a lot of kids actually do this but um they start i mean they wear the clothes that they're gonna wear the next day they wear it to bed so my kids like do not wear pajamas. And y'all don't judge me right now, okay? Like, you got to pick your battles, right? And I'm okay with that. I am totally okay with them sleeping in their clothes that they're going to wear tomorrow. (laughs) Totally fine. Because they come down, they're already dressed. It's fine. And the clothes that my kids are wearing at this age can be slept in. They're practically pajamas. They're t-shirts and basketball shorts. So it's totally fine. Um, It's not like jeans and a nice shirt, right? So... um. Maybe I'm doing them a disservice by letting... Anyway, I'm not going to analyze that right now. I don't have time or energy. Um, so that's one thing that my kids have done to make the mornings a little bit easier. Um, I'm also a fan of getting up a little bit earlier than maybe you need to so that it gives him that time to be grumpy and, and to wake up a little bit. You know, sometimes we need that extra time um, to really wake up rather than wake up and go. Right. So maybe um, thinking about that as well. Another thing that I like to do is find things for our kids to look forward to. So now that school has started, it's been you know, the novelty effect has worn off. We know who's in your class and this this goes for all ages, not just a second grader. Um, I work with this with my teenage clients. So like now that you know where your classes are, you know who your teachers are, you know who's in your class and classes, like the novelty effect has worn off. It's not exciting anymore. You know, you're not like super excited to get up and put on a cute outfit. You just like have to go to school. Now it's part, part of your routine and it's very blah. Um, and so what I tell my clients is, okay, you need something to look forward to to get through, cause school is hard. So the moment, like, you know, I mean, I'm sure y'all remember like every semester or every new school year, I was pumped. I was ready to go. Like, let's go to Walmart and get all of the school supplies. I love school supplies. Like I want all the new pens and a planner and fresh paper and all of that. And I'm gonna be so organized this year. I'm gonna get straight A's, I'm gonna do so good. And this is coming from a girl who did not like school. I was motivated every single year in the beginning of the year. And then a few weeks went by and bam, real life hit me in the face. Oh, great. I have to study. I have to spend time on this. I have to do homework. No, I don't want to. I'm exhausted. I don't want to do it. And I don't even care about this stupid subject. So why would I, right? So what are what we need? and this is good for adults too, when you hate your job, when you have to get through something that just totally sucks, is to find something waiting for you on the other side. Okay? So like, You're going through this dark tunnel, you don't see the light, it's really hard to get through it, but the minute you see the light at the end of the tunnel, you're like, heck yeah, let me keep going and finish this. Well, what's waiting for you over there? If there's nothing waiting for you, it's really, really, really hard to struggle through a hard like task or project or homework or studying. But if you know there's something over there, then you can say to yourself, Okay, I just have to get through studying for this so that I can go and do that thing. So some examples like, okay, so my son hates Mondays. He has established that Mondays are horrible. Poor kid is only 10 years old. Um, He established this when he was 8, though. Mondays are horrible. He hates Mondays. Um, And so I was like, okay, so let's make Mondays. Let's bring a little bit of joy into your Monday. What can I do? And so we decided that I would make chocolate chip cookies every single Monday. So I do. Every single Monday, the kids get off the bus, and there are fresh chocolate chip cookies waiting for them. Um, I'm a big fan of not having to wait until the end of the hard week to get a treat, right? So Mondays stink. Let me make it a little bit better so that you have something to look forward to so that when you're in the middle of... Learning about fractions, and you really don't want to be there. You can remind yourself, "Hey, at least I get a chocolate chip cookie this afternoon." So finding things to look forward to can be a daily thing, it can be a weekly thing, it can be a quarterly thing, a monthly thing, um, a semester thing. You know, brainstorm ideas with your son. Uh, maybe he likes froyo, so every Friday you guys go get froyo, or. Um, maybe um he can work towards you know get through the week and look forward to alone time with you like a one-on-one time with mom or dad um or something with a friend right like the older kids like plan stuff with your friends for the weekend so that you have that to look forward to sometimes i mean what do you guys think like Sometimes we just are holding out for Friday as adults, right? Why? Because we know we can relax Friday afternoon, right? Well, not me, but most people. (laughs) You can relax Friday afternoon. So that's exactly what it is, and we just have to give that to our kids, right? We just have to help them think that way and accept that there's going to be hard things in school. That will also help him find some of the joy within school. So like... If you guys practice this together, you can say, okay, or is there any class, like even music class or recess that you like, right? I always wrote in my yearbook. Do you remember like at the end of the yearbook, it would like have that questionnaire and it was like, what is your favorite subject? Mine was always recess. <laughs> and my teachers would be like, Tessa, that's not a subject. I'd be like, well, whatever. I <laughs> was such a stink. Um, but even if like say that he does like recess or he does like music, then great. Look forward to that. Remind yourself, buddy, that you get to have recess today or you get to go to music today, whatever it is. Um, so, brainstorm ideas, things that you guys can do weekly, um, monthly, quarterly. Seasonally, whatever you want to do, but make sure that you are there to brainstorm with him and then remind him. So he comes home from school. He's exhausted. He doesn't want to work on his homework. And that's when you say, I know homework is not not fun. And I have an episode on homework. Um, My friend Joanne, she is just the homework guru, you guys. She's so great. I can't remember what episode it is. Let me look it up really quick. Okay, it's episode, uh, blah, blah, blah. it's episode 29. She's with No Guilt Mom, which is an awesome podcast and an awesome, I just love their stuff. But she shares some homework tips. So I'm not going to get into that today. You can go back and listen to that episode. Um, but she, her whole homework concept is just so helpful, so wonderful. We started doing it um in our house and it's been really helpful i will also say that my kids don't have a lot of homework our district um got rid of homework most for the most part so that's really nice i actually disagree that kids have homework but anyways um i honestly forgot what i was saying oh when he comes home and he doesn't want to um do his homework or something give him a little bit of space say okay buddy like take a 20 minute downtime relax or whatever and then let's do it together let's get it done and don't forget that we're going to the arcade this weekend or something or whatever whatever it is you guys have decided that he can use to look forward to remind him of that it's not a bribe you guys it's called positive reinforcement there is a huge huge difference right a bribe Guys, listen, this is th- This happens all the time where parents are like, oh my gosh, I totally bribe my kids. Yeah, sure, I'm sure you do. Like you give them candy so they smile for the picture, right? That is bribing because you're bribing for something that you are getting benefit from, okay? Which I'm totally fine with you guys giving your kids candy so that they smile for the camera for Christmas pictures. I do that all the time. Um, but um, positive reinforcement is... is rewarding our kids for their benefit. So we are rewarding our kids for getting through something or doing something hard or changing a working on a behavior, growing in a certain way behavior-wise, behavioral-wise, so so that they benefit from it. And as parents, we benefit too, right? When they've grown with their maturity. Um, But it's more for our kids. So that is the big difference. I hear that all the time. Like, well, I don't wanna bribe my kids. You're not bribing them. You are offering positive reinforcement. I will tell you something. We would not, as adults, have jobs we would not work hard for our jobs if we didn't get paid. Would you? I wouldn't. There's no way. I need positive reinforcement. I need reward that is going to benefit me, right? So that is what it is. We are paying our kids. That sounds so bad when you say it out loud. Like, we are paying our kids for their good behavior yes sure we are giving our kids positive reinforcement so that it signals to their brain i am doing the right thing and that encourages growth so having something to look forward to can be all sorts of things so like say he's having a hard time waking up in the morning So you need to have a talk with him the night before. Like, hey, buddy, I know you have a hard time in the morning waking up. Let's pick a cool alarm sound. Or like my kids each have an Alexa in their room, and so they have their own song that they wake up to. Let's pick a song for you that would be easy for you to listen to when you wake up. Um, I'm not a fan of mom and dad waking up kids. Starting at a young age, you need to let them... Uh, take responsibility with that. It's going to be hard at first, but trust me, you don't want to be doing that when they're 16, 17, 18 years old. Uh, so it's important to start that early, um, and let them take ownership of that and responsibility and let them figure out how they want to wake up. Right. So they wake up in the, so you have a plan the night before I want you to, you know, the alarm's going to go off at this time and it's going to be this sound. That sounds good. And I want you to come on downstairs or come to the kitchen and I'll start breakfast for you. Like my kids for breakfast, I kind of spoil them. I let them each have their own thing. Um, and so I always ask them the night before, what do you think you'll want for breakfast? I can start it for you um and so it just makes breakfast a little bit easier maybe I'm spoiling my kids too much I don't know but um so things like that like what asking him what do you think you need buddy to make it a little bit better and if he's sitting there going I don't know I just don't want to go I'm not going I'm not going I don't want to go then you just need to keep saying I'm so sorry but it's it's illegal for me to not have you go to school Like I will get in trouble if you don't go to school. You have to go to school. So how can we make it the best that it can be? How can we make it bearable? What can I do to help? What can you do to make it a little bit easier? Um, what can you look forward to? And then the morning of you, you're like, come on, buddy, we got to get out of bed. We got to get going. Thank you so much for getting up when your alarm clock went off. I'm so happy that you were able to do that. What do you want for breakfast? Let's get going to get your backpack ready. And if he starts like, I don't want to go to school. I don't want to go to school, like whining and, and throwing his fit. That's when you bring it up again okay, but look, after school today, we get to go play tennis or we get to go to the park or I'm so excited because um, I want us to go get snow cones today. You know, you have to find that thing that is going to be motivating. Sure, we want our kids to be motivated to go to school because we want our kids to just magically be those kids that want to learn but that's not reality for a lot of kids and that's okay I'm one of those kids I am one of them there was not any ounce of me excited to go to school until about the eighth grade when I was excited to flirt and gossip with my friends you know so um but I, but that got me to school, right? And I would flirt and hang out with friends in the hallway before, you know, in between classes. And then I'd go to class because everyone had to go to class. I'd get through it, and then I'd look forward to hanging out with whoever in between classes again. So whatever it takes, right? As long as it's safe and healthy for our kids, it's okay to find other things to motivate them to get them to go to school. Um, they don't. Not all of our kids are going to love school. They're just not. They're just not, Um, they will grow and it'll, it's one of those ebb and flows things. Like it'll come and go, they'll like certain years, they'll like certain classes, but they're just, they're not going to all love it. So anyway, so that is the gist of how to get our kids motivated. I hope that I, I know I can ramble you guys. I hope that I answered that question. Um, focus on the basics, sleep. And food. And when I talk about sleep, a lot of times I start talking about screen time too. Um, if he is having some really big tantrums and anger issues um, and sleep issues and not wanting to go to school. I see it a lot where kids are like, "Just I just want to get back home so I can play Minecraft. Uh, he's on his screen too much. And it it's he's getting too much of a dopamine rush and a dopamine rush. Overload and the, those are early signs of screen addiction. And so um, it might be good to, to evaluate the screen time usage as well. I know I talked about that in episode two. Um, And obviously, I've I've talked about that a lot from my book and in season one and also season two. I think I I had a couple of interviews, but um, that's something to think about, too. So sleep, screen time, food, and then find those positive reinforcement motivations that are realistic and doable that you can follow through with that will really, truly help your child feel more motivated to get through a rough day. I hope you guys are all doing well and staying safe out there. It's a crazy time with everything. So, you know, let's join together and protect our kids and do what's best for them with some intentional parenting and preventative care. Have a good one, and I will see you guys next time. I don't know why I say see you next time because no one's seeing each other. I will talk to you next time. (laughs) Bye. Okay. So that's it for today. Um, thank you guys so much for listening and hearing me out. I know sometimes I can ramble or it can get really heavy and we talk about things that aren't so pleasant. Um, this parenting gig is no joke. So I encourage you to, I don't know, balance it with something nice. Like now put on a really fun song to sing to or go watch a Disney movie or (laughs) go hug your kid extra long. Um, And do you guys ever do that whole thing where you let your kid hug you or like they have to be the first one to pull away? I'm a very, very big fan of that, except like my kids never pull away. (laughs) I'm like, I have things to do, but I love you so much. I'm sure at some point they will be pulling away. They're still so young. Anyways, I hope you guys are having a great day. If you really are loving this stuff that I'm sharing on here, please subscribe and share with your friends because most importantly, we want other parents to get on board with a lot of the things that I'm talking about. Um, you can find more about me at my website, www.tessastucky.com, or I'm really active on Instagram at the mom therapist. I will see you guys next time.